Every business has 10 problems at any given time that need to be solved. And the way we solve our problems is by asking questions and getting answers that help us to get to the next step, to get into action and try things. Because we can't just solve problems in thought, we need to actually take action. And to help you get into action, to help you feel confident and provide clarity so you know what to do next, I am hosting two free, completely free, live Ask Me Anything sessions on May 21st and May 22nd. They are divided by pre-launch. If you haven't launched yet, I'll take questions about that. And then post-launch, if you have a business and you're ready to grow it, or maybe you have questions about whether you checked all the boxes correctly, I'll focus on those questions. And to register totally free, you go to foodbizsuccess.com forward slash AMA 2024. Get yourself registered. You can come to one or both of them. And it's a way for you to get to know me and my expertise after working with hundreds of packaged food brands and helping them launch and scale to 100K and beyond, this is a great way for you to come and ask that burning question so you get an answer and can move forward and get more success more quickly. When we get into motion and action, we see success and we get momentum. So come join me, get yourself registered, The link is also below in the description. See you there. I'm Sari Kimball, and I've done just about everything in the food industry. I have helped hundreds of packaged food business entrepreneurs, and now I want to help you make your delicious dream a reality. Whether you want to be successful at farmer's markets, online, or wholesale onto store shelves, food business success is your secret ingredient. I will show you how to avoid an expensive hobby and instead run a profitable food business. Now let's jump in. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Food Business Success Podcast. Really glad you're here joining me today. I'm going to start this podcast by uh, celebrating uh, a product launch and reading their review of food business success. I just received Defy Foods uh, crackers in the mail uh, not too long ago. I posted a photo on Instagram uh, recently. So they, uh, Jessica and Suzanne, uh, the creators of Defy Foods, uh, put out uh, they did a Kickstarter campaign, and um, there's lots of uh, pros and cons for doing those campaigns, but they did a really successful one, and um, I finally got the crackers as the result of this campaign, uh, which is so awesome, and I'm so proud of them. So I want to read uh, Jessica's review, and remember, you can go over to uh, either Apple Podcasts and leave a review there, or leave a review on the Food Business Success Facebook page. I would love to celebrate and give you a shout out, give your business a shout out. So Jessica says, after two years of working on getting my food brand off the ground, I stumbled on Sari's website. After some kind of late night Google rabbit hole, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that. 
And I can only say I wish I had found it two years earlier. All her courses and topics were exactly the things I had spent months and long days teaching myself. I can't imagine what a resource she would have been through the beginning stages to launch. Do yourself a favor, and if you're at the beginning of getting a food brand launched, work with Sari, and I can guarantee she will shave months off your timeline and probably a few years of stress off your life. (laughs) I love that, Jessica. And I'm so proud and just want to give you guys a shout out over at Defy Food. So go check them out uh, over on Instagram or their website. Amazing new keto cheddar crackers. So good. Today's podcast is all about your future self and harnessing this really, really powerful tool to help you bridge the gap. And let's go back and listen. Two episodes ago, I talked about the gap and I gave you six ideas and tools of ways to start bridging the gap from where you are now to where you want to be. But this actually flips it on its head and says, okay, let's go from where we know we want to be. Let's go to our future self. And we're going to use the power of that to help us bridge the gap backwards. Sometimes I feel like, well, a lot of times I'm recording these topics around things that I need to hear myself. And so I will also be, it's like I'm, I'm telling myself all the things I already know and reminding myself of this really powerful tool. And it's interesting because I actually heard a couple of podcasts this last week um, on different pieces around this concept. So it really reminded me of that. And then in my writing today, I just really focused on this tool. I thought, well, if I'm going to tell you guys to do this, I should definitely do this myself. And it was powerful. It was so helpful. And I'm really, really grateful um, that I took the time to do that. All right. So there is your past self, right? And then there's your present self, which is where you are right now. And then there's your future self. So sometimes it can be hard for us to jump all the way to our future self. It feels a little strange. So when we talk about using our future self to bridge the gap, What you want to do first is to create a really compelling vision for your future. So this is that defining the gap, right? There's where you are now, and then there's where you want to be in the future. A fun way to do this is to write a bio as if three years from now, it was on your website, whatever your, insert your name of your food brand now, and write a bio of yourself from three years in the future. I think that's a really fun way to say, oh, wow, like you're going to go through some stuff. There is no happily ever after. That's boring. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be uncomfortable discomfortness as we go through and evolve and change and become the person we want to be and get ourselves to the next level. So write a bio about all of the things that you overcome as you grow to be a successful founder of your food brand. 
let's go out three years in the future. And I'm using three years only because I've been working with clients a lot on forecasting. And we forecast typically three years out. So it's actually just nice because I can use some of those numbers. For any business, I like to do a three-year forecast and say, all right, in three years, our goal is $250,000 in sales. And then we're going to work backwards from there. Now, you guys can plug in whatever number you want. If that brings up a lot of drama for you, that's fine. Do your number. It could be more. It could be less. We're actually going to talk about money starting in April, and I'll explain that number more. But let's just for now, I use $250,000. All right. So we plug that in. And then we work backwards from there. What are all the things we need to do to create $250,000? Now, you can use this in any part of your life. uh, And I highly recommend that you do so, that it could be around your health, your relationships, uh, and of course, your business. Writing down, just spending a little time journaling and writing about a compelling vision and really try to paint something that's sensory, like you're, you know, what does it look like? What are you doing? What, what are you wearing? Who's around you? What are you tasting and smelling? Um, Tony Robbins would say to really, really write that five sense vision, but really try to step into who would I be if I had a food business that was making $250,000 in sales? Now, I know money's not everything, but it is a way to measure our success. So you can measure it however you want. You can create a vision based on whatever goal you want, but I'm going to use that $250,000. I'm going to pause for just a second, and I want to offer a word of caution here. Your goal does not bring you happiness. You will not be happy when you achieve that goal. Happiness at the end of a goal is a total myth and it's never going to work. That is where you get on the hamster wheel of never feeling like you ever, ever get there because happiness is actually along the way. It's who you're becoming. And when you set a goal, it's going to bring up all of your negative stuff about yourself. So If you want to grow and you want to evolve and you want to become the next version of yourself, it's not always pleasant, but it is worthwhile. And it is the thing, if you allow it, that will generate happiness as you go through the process. Tony Robbins also says progress is what equals happiness, that you are moving along in your goal, that you are celebrating the wins, that you are making those milestones that I talked about in the gap. But don't ever, 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 (laughs) ever confuse happiness with achieving your goal. You're going to really set yourself up for failure and that never ending, I must achieve a goal. Nope, that that didn't make me happy. Now I'll set a new goal. Oh, nope, that didn't make me happy. I mean, Look at all of the celebrities out there, all of the people who have achieved great success and yet happiness eludes them. I want you to try to catch yourself if you are having those thoughts that when I achieve 
$50,000 in sales, I will be happy. I will feel successful. No, you are successful along the way. You can be happy along the way. The journey is where the happiness lies. All right, back to the regular schedule programming. We are at the sensory five cents vision of who you want to be in the future. So when we step into that, now we can say, what are the decisions that I need to make ahead of time in order for me to become that? What am I going to need to do? How am I going to need to show up? Who am I going to need to become to become that $250,000 business owner? So I want to share a personal example. And I'm a little bit nervous, honestly, like you guys are going to judge me for this. But I think it proves a point that we all have our own stuff. So just insert whatever that thing is for you. But I want to share my journey of becoming my future self. I have been working on creating my business for, I'm now in year six, and my business, my compelling vision is to be uh, an entrepreneur who has a business that serves other entrepreneurs, helping them create their delicious dream, helping them create profitable food brands. That's what I am compelled to do and to show up and to record these podcasts and put out the videos and really serve my clients. I am compelled to do that. So I've created a very compelling vision of my business five years down the road. When I think about the Sari, the person, the woman I need to become to be that business owner and serve at the highest level possible, there was always a piece around um, around alcohol for me, uh, around I don't think I could ever become that business owner with the past way I was drinking. I wasn't able to show up as my full self every day, be on top of things, have the energy, uh, you know, go through days without headaches or the physical, um, you know, lethargy that comes with that from over drinking. This was a part of my identity that I am a person who drinks a glass of wine or more, (laughs) two or three with dinner. This is how I relax. This is my identity. And I realized that they were really in conflict with each other. I didn't want to give that up. I still wanted to be that person, but I also want to show up as an amazing entrepreneur to be an example to you all of what is possible and to serve you at the highest level. And I want to be, you know, in good frame of mind. I want to feel energetic and and to have clarity and to be um, to sleep well and <laughs> to feel refreshed and ready to go and excited about the day and not have any of the the repercussions of alcohol. And I've really wrestled with this for a couple of years now as I've grown and built my business. I've done this exercise a few times now where I write myself a letter from my future self to my present self. And in that letter, if I'm being really honest, I always had to say that overdrinking would have to come to an end. And I fought against it and I fought against it and I fought against it. 
And I will tell you that now after several years of kind of starting and stopping and trying different things, I am now a business owner, an entrepreneur, a woman who no longer overdrinks. I just don't. I no longer have that desire. But that is made up of so many decisions, so many tiny decisions and choices and rituals that have gotten me to this point. And this didn't happen overnight. There's no jumping over the gap, right? There was just action, taking action, making decisions, taking action, making decisions, taking action, failing, uh, failing again, going back, revisioning that, rewriting, recommitting, trying again, taking action, failing. (laughs) There's lots of failing and I may still fail, but I'm not going to make it mean anything about me anymore. Use whatever block Like when you think about your future self and your current self, there's probably conflict there. There's probably something that you think, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to be that. There's something that's in the way um, of, of you getting there. Because if you already were all the things that that business owner would need to be, then you would already be there. So it's okay. Of course, there's a gap. There's always should be a gap in your life. I want to encourage you to write your compelling vision. And we've talked about that in previous episodes around your impossible goal. But then write a letter from your three-year future self to your now self, where you are right now. It would probably be something about how you are investing money in the right places, that you are Uh, making great decisions, that you're showing up every day rested and um, fully engaged in your business, that you're taking risks, that you are um, putting yourself out there, you're taking action, you're you're failing, you're getting back up, um, and that you are in a better frame of mind, that you're not so worried about the failure, you're not so anxious about the unknown, because That is part of being an entrepreneur is always being in the unknown. So really think about, yeah, like write that letter from your future to your current self. And then from there, you start taking action. So now you know if you need to be a person who makes investments in his or her business because you have a product business. There is no getting around you putting money out ahead of time, period. Like there just isn't. So you have to make all of the investment in your business up front. It doesn't mean we can't start generating cash flow sooner than later, but you are going to consistently have to be making investments in your business. So if you need to become a person who makes better investments, bigger investments, who makes investments at all, how are you going to start? What are small ways that you can start investing, making investment decisions for your future self, for your future business? A lot of times that means leaping before you are ready. And that could be signing up for a farmer's market, or it could be getting started in food business success. One of the best ways that you can invest in your business is to get help. You heard last episode, talked with Yvonne and Sarah and Tanya and Lenore, and all of them said the best thing they did was to invest in help, getting coaching, getting an expert, 
inside food business success was the best investment that they can make in themselves and their future business. I can tell you from experience that the decisions that you have to make ahead of time to become your future self are boring. These are not the fun, sexy things that all of you sometimes imagine running a business is about. It's things like planning out my week and honoring my commitment. It's scheduling in cash flow. I've been having a lot of clients actually been asking them to do a Monday afternoon cash flow meeting. 30 minutes of cash flow is what is going to get you. If you do that every single day, every single week, that is what is going to help you evolve to become that amazing badass business owner is somebody who has the discipline to do a Monday afternoon cash flow every week. It's not fun. It's boring. Other decisions might be planning in your social media time, planning in time to, if you're in food business success, to actually watch the video module or schedule the time with me. What is one thing you could do each day to move your business forward? It could be about going to bed earlier and not watching that next show that comes up on Netflix and staying up too late. It can be about getting up earlier and doing your writing exercises that I've talked so much about. I heard a great quote in my mastermind, uh, your rituals create your results. Rituals are not necessarily fun. They're just something that we actually choose to put into our lives. Now, some of you guys are doing rituals. Well, everyone's doing a ritual, (laughs) whether you know it or not. Is it serving you? Is it helping you to evolve and become your future self? So why not start adding in rituals and those small decisions that actually are a gift to your future self that help you become that badass $250,000 business owner? So you can keep putting yourself off. You can keep staying up late. You can keep overeating or over drinking or not eating the right things to fuel your body. Um, all of the things that we need to do to take care of ourselves so we can show up as our best selves. You can keep putting yourself off and focusing on everyone else's needs around you. But I guarantee you that will not create the result that you are going for. And so if you want to build in more rituals that actually serve you, really do this exercise and then commit, take action, fail, recommit, come back, take action. And yes, you can totally do this on yourself. Listen to these podcasts, listen, expand your mind, listen to podcasts that talk about business and about your mindset. Do hard things. Um, Really, you know, do those boring things that help move your business forward. And if you want help and you want to join a community, that is where food business success comes in and can be such a valuable tool and help you leap forward in your business. It provides accountability, support, and confidence, as well as community. So, so important. So I really want you to step into your future self, write your present self a letter, and start becoming who you need to be. Start becoming that badass business owner who is creating an amazing business that sustains you, sustains your family, sustains your passion, allows you to step out and be your best self in the world. We need you. 
and I would love to help you inside food business success. And until next time, have an amazing week. Are you ready to start that delicious idea that you make in your home kitchen or grow your existing packaged food business and take it to the next level? The most successful food business entrepreneurs have support, guidance, focus, and accountability to help them make it happen quickly without wasting time or money. Plus, I think starting your packaged food business should actually be fun. Food business success is your secret ingredient to creating your food business dream. Please don't go this alone. Check out the private free food business success Facebook group to connect with other foodpreneurs, get your questions answered quickly, share your wins and receive special training and tools I only share inside the private community. Just search for food business success on Facebook or get the link in the show notes. Curious about how food business success can help you? Head over to foodbizsuccess.com and fill out the application to see if you're a great fit for the program. Together, let's make your food business dream a reality.